Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. Come on, Sin. Come on, Sasko. Come on, Sin. 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 A <laughs> little bit of stupidity yesterday, uh, Saturday afternoon. Welcome, everybody, to uh, the Odds Couple, wherever you are around this wonderful country, great state of Victoria, wonderful city of Melbourne. Uh, welcome to the Odds Couple, as I welcome my two co-hosts this morning, David Taggart, uh, Paddy Garshagan. David, to you firstly, uh, on experience, not height. Oh, mate, that was vintage welcome. from you last week. Well, hey, 25 to 1 pop is your I'd best. Copped a bit of a, I'd copped a bit of a whacking. By whom? More, well, you guys whacked me no, in the morning no, and then not, you whacked me again. Not by me. I gave you a whack. And then you whacked me again and then Paddy was just saying, mow it down. You just all, I, I, I had I had chaff bags on my back. That's what I had, chaff bags on my back. Ah, uh, wasn't from me anyway. Wasn't? No. I never doubted you. Nothing from you? No, mate. Oh. I reckon we could probably find some audio of uh, <laughs> where you I may have doubted me last week. Yeah, I dare you to find it. Uh, okay. I'm well, going to go against you with Sasko in that race. <laughs> So, so your best is 20 to 1. You give it to him about his price and yours is 20s. Well, maybe I'm hey. not changing from Sasko. Yeah. No, I'm not changing. No, I'll Sasko. be changing. Uh, no, I'm staying with Sasko. Sasko, no hope. I'm staying with Sasko. <laughs> Winning forms. It's got a yeah, 10 length turnaround it's got to have. Because it got beaten two lengths, so it was a 12 yeah, but length. It didn't like, it, it... But with 150 to go, still Sasko. Sasko, two lengths, good idea. Nashville South and instigator sin to win. But Sasko is going to lead all of the way. Sasko won the opener. Come on, you Sin. Keep going, Sasko. Come on, Sin. Come on, Sasko. He's winding up. Go sin. on, Sasko. Come on, Sin. Go on, Sasko. Come on, Sin to win. Come on, Sin, try. Oh, come on, Sin. no. I sincerely apologise to you. Great man. And it's not the first time you've tipped long shots like this either. Not only do I take umbrage with you, David, I take umbrage with the man on your left. Some of the, what you were saying, you know, you run him down and here he comes and goes sin. You gave me no support whatsoever, either of you. You ganged up on me, both of you. I didn't realise, I knew Tags had ganged up on me, but I didn't realise you ganged up with him. Oh, sin, sin the wind was on the treadmill, wasn't he? Oh, good morning, Paddy. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. If you've just, just tuned yeah, into that, big hill, really, right? a, a Saturday the morning. famous sons of the Bluestone College there at St Kilda Road. If you've just tuned into that for your Saturday morning, that would uh, that would really wake you up. <laughs> I was, um, well, of course I was on Sin to win. It was my best. We, not often we get our two best of the day pitted against each other. It's a cat. You may be right. I hope you find that... Uh, what a, what a footage t- because I did declare it a cat. What a treat to the SNN track listeners. First 10 minutes of the broadcast last week, we had that. So if you've followed you, you got a 26 to 1 winner. And if you followed mine, you got donuts, but a, but a real rev up down the straight. Cinderwin was going. You didn't even f- get a bonus bet back four. with your hack. It should have come third. Cinderwin was going at the 1400. <laughs> Jockey was good, good little ride by Sasko, though. He stacked and racked and then sort of increased from the half miles here. So he went out as a working gallop. Cinder Wynn got back from a bad gate, as he always does. 
And he just, couldn't, he, just couldn't, he just couldn't make the ground on that bog track at Flemington. Thought he could. Anyway, and we're on a he's good no four good at Caulfield. Well, sorry, I'm not gonna, I am not going shouldn't say he's no good. Sasko's not a wonderful stayer in any shape or form. I, he may never win another race. Maybe but destined for the But I'll tell you what, the, the horses he raced against last Saturday, they're worse than he is. And that includes Cinder Wynn, who has run some good races. You know, his race prior was... Yeah, Portable Cup. Re- uh, ran, and, and also yep. prior to that, ran second to Hacky at Harkey. Yeah, Hakey. Yeah. Did we say that day, though, that that race was going to be Mate, he just doesn't win. He's a, a dog. And line. that's why he was chasing from 1,100 out, yeah. because he <laughs> he was looking to lick some milk out of the <laughs> little bowl. And, is, you know, a, is he a dog or a cat? <laughs> same thing. Both. Same horse, different rider. Tell you what, he's a crossbreed. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's half dog, half cat. That's what he is. Same yeah. horse, different rider. Uh, Big week in racing, guys. I think we'll have the spring carnival in the summer now. Yeah, what about that? Wow. <laughs> hey? Well, I, when, when they first started discussing that probably two weeks ago, it was floated. I thought, ah, oh, it's got no hope. Yeah, yeah tell you, you what. You bagged it, yeah. It, it's got hope. It's, it's got, got legs, legs now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. What do yeah. you reckon? Caulfield Cup. Say so it's the Melbourne Caulfield Cup double. Not Caulfield Melbourne Cup double. It'd be really interesting to see how programming goes. Just... just if we're to believe what we're seeing at the minute, and and people may say, oh, it's only going to happen for one year anyway because of you know, COVID, these yeah. unprecedented times. Uh, wonder what the build-up to the Melbourne Cup. Will It'll be. be the Zipping Classic. They're going to transfer the Sandown Guineas and Zipping Classic into the Corf- onto Corfu yeah, Cup. Day. Yeah, yeah. So they're still going to be able to get the miles in the league. Yeah, the mile and a half. So, and that and that's actually not a bad. Idea too, due to the fact that the zipping classing is a weight for age race, and you can't get hand, uh, penalised from Melbourne Cup mm. winning a weight for age race. The Sandown kick- once the weights are out, right. Sandown haven't, haven't kicked up a fuss because it's all MRC anyway. It's all MRC. Yeah, yeah. could have it at Mornington for all they care. Mm. But they want it? the crowds though. That's okay. the thing. They want the crowds. There's a little bit of a few rumblings <laughs> that crowds might return sooner than we think. Mm. Starting with owners, members, first cabs off the rank. What if Caulfield can get? 40, 50% of a crowd that they would have normally got. Do if they, they want, what, 15,000, 10, 15,000 there, that's still probably over. Yeah. I think the play is more than, than the crowd. Mm. The play is the turnover. Mm. And the race being a mile and a half. And it's it's not overshadowed by the Melbourne Cup, but it's it's in the mix with the Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup in that three-week window. Where it's it all a great lead-up. Mm. I, I know it's a great but then being standalone, that all the others are off, mm. and and you you are now just you're not having mo- you know running doubles and whatever. You're going into the the last big event of the spring. Um, I, I I think it has you know, really. There's no other. You know, they're, they're probably you know, being a bit of an entree into the Hong Kong International Carnival yeah, that's, that's on in early December. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it. I think I think. Yeah, the players. Oh, they wouldn't have it. enough time. Have crowds this they wouldn't year. have enough time for that. But it's got there's got to be a there's got to be a, a betting turnover play here as well. That's opening up whether it be Japan, Hong Kong, whatever it is to to increase the turnover on that race because it, it makes it a a sole entity if you like. Because yep. the Melbourne Cup was the the end of the road for all those those multiple bets, but suddenly the Caulfield Cup is on a couple of weeks later, and you know is, is is standing on its own, and I think that will attract more more turnover. Well, what percentage of Caulfield Cup runners run in the Melbourne Cup, you think? It'd be high, wouldn't it? 50, 40, 50 percent? More than that, I reckon. Probably so more how many horses would go from the Melbourne Cup in, into the Caulfield Cup? 
expect that half mile. Definitely not the same amount. It won't, will it? And that's the thing. And that's the that's the question mark over it. Is it so bringing a horse back from two mile to twenty four mile and a half? Twenty four. How long we got to do? We got nearly a month to do it, haven't we? No, no, no. It's two weeks. weeks. Two three weeks. Yeah. Well, how how far is the Zipping Classic? Twenty four hundred. Twenty four hundred. Yeah. A few horses from the Melbourne Cup. It's almost a Melbourne Cup repper charge. Yeah, but there's still going to be six weeks. From the Zipping Classic to no, 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 but the Caulfield Cup. In normally, Melbourne Cup, if your horses run that, then they'll go to the Zipping Zipping Classic. Back to 2,400. Yeah, not many, though. Mm. A lot will run. The, the horses that tail off will run over that 3,200-metre Sandown Cup. Mm. Not many run the Zipping Classic, though. And it'll take a lot of... I would think it would take a lot of the internationals out of the race and make it more a hometown race. Yeah, correct. That's already built, though, isn't it? Isn't that what we're already accepting? Uh, I'm not sure that the internationals won't be here. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be a lot of internationals here. Okay. Uh, I think they'll send them, you know, they'll, they'll come out with a groom, no trainers, you know, staff will take over on this end. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of work being done to still have the international horses or a number of international horses coming for the big staying races. I, I, I don't think, mm. I wouldn't rule a line through no internationals for this spring other than the ones that are already here. Mm. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think there's... There's big push. I, I don't think I know. There's a big push still to open the gates to let those horses in, no matter where the border lockdowns stand mm. pending coronavirus. Yeah. I thought it was a bit of a foregone conclusion that it was going to be a local cup this year. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No, no, Paddy, I would not take that as given. No, two months ago you would have just about though. Well, yeah, but I think. Two months ago, none of us knew what was going on. If I said to you two months ago, mate, you're just going to be coming now out of 10 weeks in lockdown uh, with the Dale down at uh, Blair Gowrie driving a new BMW, you know, you would have probably said, oh, give us a spell. Yeah, Bitten your arm happening. off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Right? That's a funny thing, the world, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. What a, what a mate, what sort of a bit Nostradamus yeah, that is, isn't it? Plato you know, over here. Philosophical. Can we, Benny, just make sure we've got that to play during the day to day, that, you know, amazing place the world from, uh, from Paddy. That, that could be one of the great statements ever made on radio that he's just made then. Extraordinary. Oh. Adam Trinder's going to uh, join us a little later on. Also, Jason Bonington um, is uh, going to tell us all about Ooh. the trots. No more morning trots or dogs at the minute. No, no, they tried it. Three, yeah, they tried it for three weeks. Having a bit of a having a bit of a, a look at Spell. how it's all come through. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it was well received. You don't think so? No, I quite enjoyed it. it was no, the trots on the trot side. I don't think it was well received. Well, ask Jason anyway. We spoke for the trotters, Adam Trinder. He's got Twitchy Frank in. Yeah. Um, Nice to ask him. Oh, how's with the? Uh, I think they're starting the trials and all that back up yesterday in Tassie or this week. They, oh, are they? Yeah, okay. last week they were. Yep. During the week, I should say. And uh, yeah, so they're not far off racing, I yeah, don't think. I'm, so it'd be nice to get his opinion. I remember months back when Mystic Journey flew home in that Moya and, <laughs> and I said, Watch out for her this prep. And someone texted in saying, Nah, I won't run again this prep. Yeah. He was spot on, wasn't he? He was spot on. I'm, I'm going to ask how, how she's going. Old AT. And is the Punners Club running today, Paddy, or not? My you haven't, word, me- you haven't my, mentioned it. My word it is. Oh, the Punners Club is going. We'll give it its little push. <clears throat> maybe oh. the code word. Ooh. Well, well, maybe maybe you should find out what the code word is. <laughs> 30 seconds before going to air, you, no. were, you were saying, oh, what's the code word? What's the code I've word? Got the, I've got In the code word. In a panic state. Listen here, punters. Get your phones at the ready. 
you need a sports bet account, don't you? Yep. Yep. Lucky oh, socks are on. The lucky socks are on. Yeah, how's that been going for you the last yeah, couple well, of weeks? I didn't wear them the two weeks yeah. where we dipped. Uh, punters Club. This is how <laughs> oh, you don't play. say that on here. This is how you play. <laughs> Current sports bet customers only, please. Text your name, your sports bet username, suburb, and the code word being Doombin. Uh, into zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We'll randomly pluck twenty people, and you'll find out via text message at approximately eleven a.m. If you've gained a start in today's punters club, code word again is Doombin. Text your sports bet username and your suburb to zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen, and you could be involved in today's punters What's club. What's code word? Doombin. Doombin. Do you know how to spell Doombin? Yep. Because you got to spell Not it right Doombin. as well. There's a, little, there's a little tip for free. Well, there's no chance to get into the Punters Club. <laughs> oh, gee. It's a, it's a tough day today when you're asking to get the spelling wrong. And there's group well. racing there today, too, oh, isn't there? Oh, there's no group racing at Caulfield. Oh, how tough's that meeting? We're going to take a break. Oh. We're going to come back. Jason Bonington will be telling us all things trots. And I want to know early doors in the program so people can get a bit of a, a bit of a feel for things, what your best of the day is, both of you. Um, what that is uh, for this afternoon's racing around the country. We're going to take a break on the odds couple. Jason Bonington around the corner. Adam Trinder, as I said, joining us a little later on. Be great to hear from Adam, uh, as Tags has alluded to. Where's Tassie racing at? Trials beginning, and uh, there's been a bit of unrest within the racing community over there. It's been very political, hasn't it? Mm, Very political. Mm. It's got a little bit nasty at times as well. But uh, we'll talk to Adam a little later on about uh, how racing in Tassie is and and how his horses are as well. Oh, wow. Well, what a moment he's brought to the odds cover today. Nostradamus. <laughs> it's a funny thing in the world, isn't I'll, it? I'll, I'll send the invoice through at the, uh, end of the Philo- show. Uh, philosopher. Wasn't, wasn't that absolutely magnificent? Uh, uh, Aristotle. <laughs> All week he's been thinking of that. <laughs> oh, I'm a prophet. <laughs> no, I'm a prophet. <laughs> oh, put that in the bowl as well. <laughs> Oh, this is starting oh, to be no. gold, this show this morning. <laughs> Jason Bonington's been bringing his gold week in, week out with uh, with his uh, tips on the uh, on the trots uh, right through uh, this difficult period we've all been uh, going through. And he's had a, a good run and he doesn't have to do the form quite as early this morning, which I'm sure he'll be pleased about. And he joins us now on the Odds Couple. Jace, g'day to you. G'day, Simon. Yeah, no, it's going to be a terrific night of racing at Tadcourt Park Mountain tonight. It has been a difficult period for everybody, but uh, fortunately, we've kept racing, which is the most important thing. And I think I've found a couple of winners tonight. And there's one. It won't be the odds that might have been earlier in the week, but I found one at a good price later in the card. And on the first race in the program, I reckon we can get stuck in at a horse at around $3. That'll do. Well, you better start explaining those ones to us, please. Well, I'm, I'll tell you, the first race in the program, I'm set to go. I reckon I've given you guys this one before, and hopefully I've got a, I've got a blanket rule. If I give somebody a tip and they don't actually invest, I never give them the tip again. So <laughs> if I've given you guys a tip and you haven't backed it, well, you're out of the loop. But I'm set to go. First race in the program, I think it leads number four, race one. It's just one of those tricky races, but if it does find the front, and I'm sort of... 70 to 80% sure that it will find the front. It will win at around $3.10. And then later in the card, there was a horse that was a much bigger price earlier in the week, but 
Don't worry about that race. Six, number six, off the radar. Now, there's a couple of horses in that race, the penultimate on the card tonight, that are higher-profile horses, Miragon and Crime Rider, but off the radar is actually racing better than them. You know when you go into sport and you see some athletes that have got a higher profile and a couple of others, but one's going better than the rest? Well, this is that very situation. Miragon and Crime Rider have got the big reputations. They're the headline horses, but... I don't think they're going as well as they can. And off the radar has been racing all the way through this regional period and has been flying. So back at it at 6.50 right now because I think it'll be closer to $4 by the time the race comes around at around 7.30 tonight. Beautiful. As you say, Jace, you can only lead a horse to water. Now, uh, big news during the week. Clinton Hall in WA got eight years for ha- for offering a bit of a bribe for handing up a lead to $2,000. What's, what's your opinion on that? A bit harsh? Well, look, it's a, it's a tricky situation because, you, I mean, let's be really clear and honest about it, and we know this in, in, in all forms of racing, that this sort of thing does happen. You know, people chat before races and talk about yep. what might happen in races. Now, I would imagine that uh, over there, Perth, they've had a few problems in the past and they've decided we're going to make an example of Clint Hall. But eight years does seem extreme but having said that integrity is so important now isn't it i mean in all forms of racing if you don't have integrity and you don't have confidence you won't get the punter and if you don't get the punter you don't get turnover and if you don't get turnover there's no product so look i'm not going to question the decision over there to to ban clint hall for a lengthy period of time but i will say that yeah, um, the situation we're in right now is that if you don't have that integrity and if you don't, you're not seen to be showing that level, level of integrity, that, then you're in trouble. So uh, it, it's, uh, it's a very big ban when you consider that Shane Cramp in uh, Mildura and there was a lot going on there and they had uh, transcribed evidence of what was going on there. He got 12 years for what seemed to be quite a bit more. Eight years for Clint Hall does seem rough, but... Basically, now, it's, we're in a situation where you need to show the punter that they can have confidence, and I guess that's what Perth are trying to do over there. So, uh, tough for him. He's obviously uh, a brother of, or, you know, a, a brother yeah. of Gary Hall Jr. and uh, a son of Gary Hall, but it's just a situation where you can't let integrity uh, sort of be on, 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 the, uh, on the back foot. So, um, tough for Clint, but... Basically, if we're going to push this sport forward, you have to have integrity, and unfortunately, he's been a sacrificial lamb in that regard, I would say. Jase, uh, great to chat. Uh, look forward to chatting to you again next week. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Jase. Jason Bonington uh, joining us there, talking all things trot. Sammy Highland coming up in uh, just a moment. Before we go to Sammy, your best today is... It just so getting people back, can start yeah, to just soak quickly, in. It's Miss Einstein, but just getting quickly back to that. Like eight years for that in Perth. I was comparing it to the thoroughbred. You can put a headlock on one in Perth and get two months, <laughs> mm. you know, and then he gets eight years for offering two, a little bit of a bribe to say, can I leave? Olympiads he's been <laughs> Yeah, amazing. So anyway, I'm going, I'm going, doubling up on Miss Einstein in Sydney. Oh, Miss Einstein First leg of the quaddy, one out. Uh, race eight at Caulfield, Jumbo Azaki. Oh, tough meeting there. I uh, know, but tough I think he's going to. It's a yeah. tough race When it's last. tough, that's when you just, can, the creme can come. Is it race top. eight or race nine? Because is it nine races? Race eight. Yeah, so you did say we're a good four at Caulfield. Yeah, we're on a good four, yep. One on a good four, five weeks in between runs. I don't think that will be an issue. Well, I think it's the worst race of the day, but I'm heading for race three at this stage. And I, I repeat, at this stage, I may change my mind depending on the abuse I get from you two. I'm going for a horse called Red Core. Oh, turn it up. Red Core. If Sikorsky wins the race before, my confidence goes from a three out of five to a five out of five on Jumbo. 
Red Court, a beat two home last start. Oh, mate. You're kidding. Cue it up. Hey, and it's drawn barrier eight, eh? Oh, Does it have to improve 12 drawn lengths? 14 out of 14 after the scratchings. Oh, it has to improve eight lengths. Are you just doing this to, <laughs> to really just, just grind it in now, <laughs> What did you say last week, Benny? I can't remember. What, what did David say to us last week? That. Oh, Benny's not listening. <laughs> it's dead set like war. It's like war, working with a brick wall. It is Fandigam like working with a brick wall. Ever since the virus came along and he comes in in his moon suit with his, you know. Yeah. He hasn't got his little noddy, Genable, noddy, Genable, Genable little noddy hat on today. But Fandigam, <laughs> yeah. it is like working with a brick wall. No, mate, we'll do it next week. Don't worry. Don't rush yourself, please. The man who never rushes himself and he knows exactly uh, what uh, what his caper is up there up north, and that's Sammy Highland. And you can race at your place, racingqueensland.com.au. Sammy Highland's with us every Saturday morning. He joins us again this morning. Good morning to you, Sam. Simon, we've got some good racing up here today. You have, you uh, have. Hey, hey, Sammy, just before we we start, what about Tegan Harrison riding a winner on her first uh, meeting back last night on the sunny coast after a bad fall and she had, what, eight months off? How good was that? It was a good effort, wasn't it? Oh, Uh, huge. Fantastic to see Tegan back in the the winner's stall. And she gave it a good ride too because uh, she was to be last night on speed and uh, I, I was a little bit worried halfway through the race. They were uh, they were a bit willing a few of those, and Flying Crackerjack was up going head and head with it. And I'm going, surely this can't keep going. And uh, but I tell you what, she picked it up and and uh, threw it over the line. It was only a half head the margin, yeah, but uh, good on her. She got it got it where it counted, and uh, yeah, it was good win, combat kid. Anyway, off to Doombin. What do you like? Doombin, let's go. The Pam O'Neill Stakes, Banner Girl. Gee, oh, she's good, this filly. She's really good. Three for three at the trip at the mile. And I think uh, she's got a great record. Obviously, eight starts, five wins. And, yeah, I think Brad Stewart goes on board. Matty McGilbray had a gutter during the week. And uh, but all is well there. But he can't take his rides today. And, and uh, well, all, he, he hurt his neck and he's a bit bruised up. But... Uh, so Brad Stewart on board, and I think he's, he's just going to find his feet early for the first half, and she'll come with a great finish. She's going super. Then into race seven, number what number is it? It's number thirteen, La Juge. Now it's you know it's a bit of a gazumpers race. Sam. This one, Sam. They, take, they take it in turns, but I tell you what, this horse down in weight, fifty-four kilos, Michael Carl. Barrier two is the key. Scoob's got hands on heads run. while you're saying this, Sammy. Yeah, he'll get the perfect run and then just get the split at the end. Bang, go through and win. You can get a $10 on the tab this morning. Look, he, he was competitive in these sort of races this time last year and he's yet to win this preparation, but I think it's going to happen today in the Chairman's Handicap. Sammy, what about the uh, Fred Best Dawn Passage odds on favourite? Yeah, it looks, looks the winner, doesn't it? I mean, there's good speed in that race. Uh, that uh, you, you've got a couple that uh, down on the inside. Obviously, the Odyssey drawn wider out will press forward, and Garrett Brody from gate one, you would think he'll jump and, and hold the inside. So I think he'll slot in just behind them, Paddy. And I, I think, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, obviously in super form. The Waterhouse spot team, they're, they're always hard to beat, and uh, yeah, it'll turn up to the race tough and fit, and it's well placed in that race. It's a really good race, the Fred Best. Any more questions, Paddy? Uh-
Oh, got all I needed. Thank okay. you. We've got to go to the news, Paddy. We're now two minutes over where we were meant to be, but that's fine. Thanks, Samuel. Sammy, Thanks, Sammy. great chatting to you as per usual. Good on you, boy. Right, Sammy Highland joining us uh, there from Queensland, telling us uh, everything Queensland about the racing today. And while Queensland is racing, so can you race at your place. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Or if we have a break now, <laughs> okay? Go for gold. I'm going to go against you with Sasco in that race. So, so your best is 20 to 1. You give it to him about his price and yours is 20s. Well, maybe I'm hey. not changed from Sasco. Yeah. No, I'm not changing. No, I'll Sasko. be changing. No, no, I'm staying with Sasco. Sasco, no hope. I'm staying with Sasco. <laughs> Winning forms. It's got a yeah, 10 length turnaround, it's got to have. Because it got beaten two lengths. So it was a 12 yeah, but it length. Didn't we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow. I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. That's a funny thing, the world, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paddy, you're, you're just the gift that keeps on giving, my friend. Absolutely brilliant. And, and to, just to see you sort of just, just looking into the abyss... <laughs> And saying that this morning was just magnificent. Just was. Open the the eyes to the, to the world. <laughs> <laughs> what well, what about you bagging one of Sammy Highland's tips? What? And you hate it when, when I do it to you. I know. And you've just gone bang load you turn it up. Said, Sammy, I'm not sure. You had hands on head when he just, tipped it. Just hey, tipped red radio. Paul. There's no way you can prove that I had hands on head. <laughs> yeah, I took the photo of it. I was going it. into the fetal position in the <laughs> yeah, corner. Yeah, there's a video up there. <laughs> all right, so no need to use that poking around. And so we, we, always, and we always upload Sammy Highland's yeah, video too, don't, don't we? Don't be and, and it's going to have us going off at Patty for asking that third question. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, you, there's been a bit of a power shift in this joint, let me tell you, because uh, as David Taggart uh, will attest to, the first call to wrap up last week's program was to me. Yeah. Not to little power man over there. The pecking was order. To me. Uh, the national program manager rang me and then said, I oh, know I've already spoken to Simon, to David. So, mate, I would, if I was you sitting on this side of the desk and you're operating the panel really well, <laughs> I'd stay with me just, to, just at the minute because you may not be ready for the power shift that's happened in the studio, George. You start pointing at cameras, mate, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, you never know what might happen. Well, we know what happened in Tassie Racing a month or so ago, and there wasn't um, many racing participants that were pleased with it, but it seems to be getting back on its feet, and there's some movement at the station. Um, one of the uh, one of the better trainers uh, down in Tassie, or the the best trainer, as far as I'm concerned, down in Tassie is Adam Trinder. Oh, yes. He's had some wonderful Great success horseman. over the last couple of years, and uh, it's my pleasure to welcome him to the Odds Couple this morning. Adam, welcome to you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Adam, uh, just update us. Where exactly are you at at the minute? Trials starting again soon in Tassie, and, and, and you're meant to be uh, up and going. Uh, exactly where do you stand? So trials have commenced. Uh, we trialled 15 there on Tuesday morning at Launceston Racecourse, uh, which which was a good, productive day uh, from both a business perspective and a mental perspective, obviously, uh, to get back into the public arena and... Uh, have it have whilst it was only trials, but have a little bit of a competitive aspect about them. So uh, we're back trialling, and our first race meeting is scheduled for tomorrow fortnight, the 14th of June, at mm-hmm. Launceston. So we're we're two weeks away from uh, kicking off from a racing perspective. Now, uh, 
uh, Adam, you got Twitchy Frank in today in the fifth at Caulfield. Now, what was the process of her coming over? Because uh, she hasn't raced for the six weeks. You, you surely wouldn't have kept her here since her last run at Caulfield. Uh, so what was your process with staffing that to get her on the boat and to, and to have her running today at Caulfield? So to just take her back a step, so she's had her last two starts in, in Victoria. I sent her over to Bendigo 48 for the Bendigo race yep. 48 hours before that event. Uh, but we just elected to leave her there because everything was up in the air uh, in between runs leading into that next Caulfield, Caulfield thing. And we didn't know with, with the virus whether there would be a restriction of movement. So she stayed in Melbourne for the three and a half weeks uh, between runs there. And she just... She probably didn't do as well in the Melbourne environment, so we we brought her home straight after that race, and we've just built her up for the last six weeks. Uh, she's in really good order. She uh, travelled over on Thursday evening, so uh, from a process point of view, I just come back and load her up at eight o'clock on Thursday evening, put her on with the Carters um, Tasmanian Horse Transport there. They took her over, and she went to Caulfield to Henry Dwyer's there, and uh, she was there at seven o'clock Friday morning. And Henry and his team have, have looked after her for the last twenty-four hours she'll race today hopefully run really well and, and return home tomorrow oh beautiful adam mystic journey she came over for the william reed flew home like a steam train and then obviously everything went down was it in the plans to have a proper prep or did the coronavirus just, just shut that down completely for her she was a victim of the virus, unfortunately. Sort of our thought process was William Reed and then Adelaide Carnival for the Sangster there, obviously, uh, Group 1 fillies and mares. But uh, once all the restrictions come into place, uh, the owner was adamant that she wasn't to travel without me. Uh, she could obviously still move between states, Melbourne, Adelaide and the like. But uh, Wayne Rosa was adamant that uh, if, if we couldn't uh, take her ourselves and, and use our own staff, she wasn't to race. So she had, uh, had six weeks off, returned at the start of May and well, she's, she's four weeks today uh, so she's she's back up and going and hopefully she's going to be the beneficiary of a really light autumn preparation. And with the COVID and uh, and no racing in Tassie uh, I, I know a lot of you trainers are up in arms how has this affected a lot of the businesses there because I know Scotty Brunton's he's shifted horses over here to the mainland with Lamming and, and Paddy Payne um, just but as a whole in the, in the industry how, how has it affected uh, the Tasmanian trainers? So it's, it's, put, it's put a massive dent in it from a morale perspective, obviously, and uh, I can't speak for other trainers, but my business plan is prize money generated. Uh, training fees will cover costs uh, most months, uh, but in order to show any sort of profit, uh, my horses have to be out there earning prize money, hence a, a percentage for me. So we're, we're definitely operating in the red uh, from, from, a, from a business perspective, but uh, we're nearly back racing. Uh, I I would suggest it was it was a situation where we were shut down and it potentially could have been avoided. My understanding is is all of the wording of the situation we were, we were deemed a gathering and had permits for a social gathering as opposed to permits for a workplace. Uh, I think if we had been listed as a workplace, things would have been viewed very differently from a government that doesn't have a lot of racing understanding. Mm. Yeah, well, really? uh, Adam, it'll be uh, good to get the world back to... Uh... Uh, semi-normal place and uh, see you guys racing again and the horses being able to come across Bass Strait and, and compete here in the carnival, in particular Mystic Journey. We wish you well with it all. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Adam. To joining us there, one of the prominent trainers in, in Tassie. And good to hear that they're back on He's deck. He's always great to speak, with you, speak to, isn't he? Speaks very well for a jump jockey. Correct. He would have had a few concussions in oh. his day. Absolutely Professionalism, brilliant. see? Oh, Very positive, though. As many of us jockeys are. Oh. Very positive outlook on 
<laughs> something that's decimated his whole income, essentially. Well, as he said, he, yeah. he goes, just training fees just pay the staff and the mm. wages and that. Uh, so he's, he relies solely on prize money to make a living. So, yeah. And uh, the government's done nothing to help. But as he said, they're naive donuts. when it comes to horse racing, basically. Donuts. Any other... Outside of donuts, any other pearls as we go to the break? That, I'll keep them up my sleeve. We've got a big five hours of uh, joy. Six hours. Uh, you're six, only working sorry, five hours. Six, uh, my uh, bad. Doing a trend. <laughs> I was right. up at 3 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you have to say that? All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back uh, with uh, all the market movers and, of course, uh, tags. Quaddy for uh, this afternoon. We're heading to Mel- doing Melbourne today. Oh, it's near impossible. I have got a Sydney one, but that's for later on in the show. I've got a little fifty dollar one in Sydney. That's oh, a good, good positive start. Hey, Miss Einstein won out. Miss Einstein won out. See, fantastic. We'll be back oh, in a minute. Go Here for the goat. I'd need to be Nostradamus. At Maccas, looking after you, our team, and the one. Yeah, big day ahead uh, from a track point of view. We'll have all the market movers and uh, quads uh, tags. Quaddy. In just a moment, but don't forget, um, uh, you can get more than just tips. You can get a putting coach right throughout the day, and you can join at sen.com.au forward slash sen track or via the sen app, of course. And you'll have uh, that live video conference with Troy Little all night on tonight with the Greyhounds. Uh, get his tips and punning strategy, and the same with Dr. Turf all day. Uh, uh, out at Caulfield uh, for his thoroughbred tips and punting strategies. So uh, don't forget that, sen.com.au forward slash SEN track or go to the SEN app and uh, you can join the Inside Track Club. Mate, okay. they've, been, they've been winning too. Right. Oh, oh Turfy and, and Troy. Oh. Well, we're, we've been, we're too busy finding you know, winners winning. our way. You know? There's the boss oh, walking past the, our arch. Yes. Oh, yes. Hey. Hey. He's done it again. Hey. The head went up. Hey, I've got to go and see him. He's, yeah, oh, he's been waiting for him to arrive, hasn't he? Been looking over my shoulder, isn't he, Paddy? Right throughout the morning, thinking, oh, when's my man coming He's in? been like he's a little boss, oh, puppy, oh, puppy Labrador all day waiting for his owner to come home. So you're looking to get that power back. Now you know that the national program manager's I'm a bit worried. Before you. Yeah, I'm a bit worried. Okay, I'm hey, pulling a few of the strings around the place. You, you're wanting that power back. I've dropped in the pecking order. Oh, talking of power, Paddy's got it all right at the minute to give us uh, yep. what, all the betting moves for Caulfield. And let's start at race one. So make sure, hang on, Scoop, come on. Make sure you've got your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. And there, there's not much around in promos no, today, is there, Paddy? Is you com- there? Any sports bet specials or not? completely wrong. There's promos galore. All races. No. What? All races at Caulfield, Rose Hill and Dooman, $50 in bonus bets. All races? Of it. 27 races, all wow. races across those tracks, plus top-toed exotics, including wow. quaddies. Yeah, that's good. 27 races. If your horse runs second or third, up to $50. Thank your mother for oh, the rabbits. Oh, oh, yes. Thank you for coming. A few people on the text machine asking for the code word again for the punters club. It is Doombin. Doombin is the code word. You've got to spell it right. Yeah, got to spell it right. It's not Doombin. Text your sports bet username, your suburb, and Doombin into 0433981116. Let's get stuck in a Caulfield. Uh, rail out nine metres, the circuit, and some pleasant conditions. Good four, maybe good three, potentially, Scoop. Who knows? Race one, the Catnax Jewelers two-year-old handicap over 1,100 metres. Best back to kick us off is number 11, Island Joy, who's been backed in from $5 into $4.50 with 35% of the wagered cash in this race. Uh, comes off a maiden win at Cranbourne, despite being planted all over the shop in the run and looks more than capable at city level on face value. That's number 11, Island Joy. At $4.50. Number six, Crystal Chief is the next next best backed at $4.50. 
Race two, BM78 for the three-year-old Phillies, also over 1,100 metres. This one's tricky, and as of this morning, the most support has been for number two, Absolute Flirt. She's been backed into $9 from $10 with 25% of all bets. Lewis German will jump aboard with the three-kilo claim, which gives her a big boost with the young hoop riding very well. That's number two, Absolute Flirt. Is he from Handorf? <laughs> Nine dollars. That's very sharp of you, Tags. It's got me. Number 10, Samars. Five bucks is the next best in the second race at Caulfield. All clear. David, take it. Race three, BM78 handicap over the 1,200 metre distance. Doesn't he lift when arrives? <laughs> he's given us nothing all morning. So he's come up with some bit of gold. Ah. <laughs> uh, the punters have lent the way of number 10, Lita, who's been backed in from $8.50 into $5 here. Also with Lewis German aboard with the three-kilo claim. Super consistent prep in the bush and poised to strike in the big smoke here. 30% of all bets are on the gelding. That's number 10, Lita, at $5. Number nine, Scottish Rogue, is $12 in to $8 and is moving the dial for punters too. Race four, the three-year-old handicap over the mile. Number four, right you are... Uh, at $3 is the punter's pick with the hot selection attracting about 40% of the sports bet punter's cash. A lightly raced three-year-old who has never missed a drum and comes into this off an arrogant win at Werribee. That's number four, right you are, at $3. Number six, Smoke Bomb at $4 is the next most supported. Arrogant win at Werribee. How do you have an arrogant win at Werribee? Oh, you win and you win well at Werribee. You little flat track bully. Don't mind it? We move on. Race five. 1,200 metre BM90 for the older mares. Most support in this race has come for the Blue Army here, listeners. Number seven, Gododden. Opened at $4.60 and is now into $3.60 off the back of 30% of the hold in this race. A horse that's racing really well. She was pipped last start with 60 kilos and she gets four kilos lighter in this assignment. That's number seven, Gododden at $3.60. That horse that beat Gododden that day is number 11, Jamaican Hurry, who is the next most supported to win this one at the $8.50 price tag. Mm. Lewis, Lewis might be from that little German town that's up on the border. Gosh, I... Gosh, I... Eh? Race six, the Lapine Funerals Handicap over 1,100 metres. Lewis German. It's a fair hand today. From Garshagen. He rides the best back to Nissan, which is number four, News Girl, who's $3.60 mm. into $3.10 mm. with 30% of all she should be the winning. wagered cash. Another man who's had a cracking prep and comes off a win at the track and distance last start, albeit on a heavy 10. That's number 10. Sorry, that's number four, News Girl, $3.10. And all conditions. Yep. Number six, Innkeeper, $15 into nine bucks. Uh, it was a nice little go as well. Yeah, Innkeeper's in, in a wet tracker. Doesn't go on top Doesn't of it. Doesn't go. It's only 1-1. One, one. Anyway, this is a hard quaddy. I wish it was in your, yeah. your hands today, Patty. We'll, we'll have a stab at the quaddy. All right, oh, because it's so hard and I've got to go wide later on, I've just gone two horse in the first leg, and that's uh, News Girl and Hawker Hurricane. What's with the grains, Paddy? I didn't go one out like I will be in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no, News go... Girl and Hawker. Oh, well, where, what can you do? Per- it's that tough today. Get your percentage. Early. Harder to pick than a broken it. nose. Yep, I uh, retract my groan. Race 7, a BM84 handicap over the mile. Finally, the pun- one that the punters want to lay their absolute heels into, that's number 6, Sikorsky. Uh, is $2.25 into $1.90 for the Hayes Hayes Dabbing Yard. Outstanding win at Flemington last start and shapes up very nice against this field. 75% of all bets in this race are on the gelding by Piero. That's number six, Sikorsky at $1.90. Number 10, Pure Scott is $10 into $8. That's $8 to beat the favourite here. What about number two, all two hewing? 
10 bucks, 9, open mm. 9 out to 10, oh. not without a chance. He hits this race third up and draws good in barrier three, drops in grade. I reckon he's the smoky. I don't think Sikorsky should be as short as he is. He's going up in grade. I can, yeah, so the numbers here are 2, 6, 8 and 10. 2, 6, 8, 10. That was the second leg, third leg? Correct. Third leg, uh, race 8. The uh, valet, Kevin O'Brien, handicap over 1,400 metres. Number 12, Jumbo Azaki. Rock solid at $3.90 is the punter's first choice here, listeners, with 20% of all the hold. He had a nice win at the track and distance here last start. Five weeks in between runs is making the punters slightly cautious. I don't think it will be an issue, though. If Sikorsky wins the previous race, then I can assume the market will throw its support right behind the big boys. It was Sikorsky mm. who he beat that day. Uh, that's number 12, Jumbo Azaki at $3.40. Number 15, Victoria Start, $5 is the next best. Do you yeah, take it? Yep, the Jumbo's form has been franked, as you say, through Sikorsky form line. Still wide open affair, and I tell you what, I reckon number four, Travi, my friend, at 33 to 1, is well over the odds. Loves his trip and hits his racing third up as well, like uh, Alter Hewing. Uh, it might be the blowout, so I'm going to throw it in. So the numbers here are 149. 12, 13, and 15. like it. Race 9, handicap over 2,000 metres to wrap up proceedings. A few odds couple favourites in this race, folks, but the punters want to throw a bone at number 12, Cars Off, uh, who is $15 into $9 and is best back this morning with 25% of the cash. Lewis German, again, to ride a market fancy. He could have a big day. That's number 12, Cars Off at $9. Number 6, Girl Tuesday uh, at... The $6 price tag is your next best to end proceedings at the Heath. As I say, I don't like correcting people, Paddy, but Karzoff is number two. Apologies. Okay. You made what did me I look. say? Number 12. Number 12. Anyway, wide open affair. Uh, so good luck. Uh, numbers here are 3, 6, 8, 10, and 11. Three, I can't six, catch Karzoff. 3, 6, 8, 10, and 11. 3, we'll 6, 8, 10, 11. take a break. Be back to review those numbers if we have time. And Paddy might have you know, something. Because you blokes talk too much. And we had Paddy philosophising most of the show. Yeah. So... We're a little bit behind time. What were the numbers in the first leg? I, I missed four those. and eight. Four and eight. I News was, Girl and Hawker Hurricane. $240, that I, what do you I was doing other stuff. I was All right. So for 20%. Out who my, what my best sports bar looks oh. like. Oh, yeah. Carlton Draft. Oh, yeah. Well, I love Carlton Draft. Carlton Draft on, on oh, tap. yeah, on tap. Beautiful. Yeah, got a, got Nothing a, better. Nothing better than Carlton Draft. Right okay. Best, <laughs> best around the country for you, Mr. Taggart. Uh, well, as I said, I've got an IQ of 135, so it's Miss Einstein in the sixth. <laughs> the, the Boeing 747 Jumbo is out. Oh! <laughs> now for me, race three, number five, as the track gets better, Red Core. Oh. Red Core, num- race three, oh, number turn five. It up. Good luck to everyone on the punt today. We look forward to your company from 11.30 on SEN Track and then the main station after that. Uh, the boys coming up on Off the Bench, Hutchie and Pickers. See you at 11.30. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.